Welcome, everybody, to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. We are here, and we are back to the OG, the original cast. This ain't no substitute. This ain't no new formula Coke. This <laughs> is no Pepsi Crystal Clear. This is just us. Welcome, everybody. As you, we you fired know, Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get to that in a second, but yes, for those who don't know, we fired Jaren. We realized we didn't need his tokenism. And we figured that we can make it all on our own. But if this episode is very poorly reviewed, he may show back up. He'll be uh, back next week. The... <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, let's introduce, as always, my original, initial, inspirational co-host, the Duke of All Nerds, Jason. What's going on? Uh, it's a good day. It's been a great day today. Great weekend for movies. It's been awesome. It's been good. All right. I guess you guys are used to hearing us since he talks. So today we have a very full roster of things. If you... Are listening just to this intro and you're like man i want to hear all the stuff they're talking about because it's just maybe a clip and not a whole thing we have all various clips about all different things uh you can find it on all of our sites on youtube facebook on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and anchor fm under head cannon circus today's show we will be talking about the superman being by controversy we'll be talking about <laughs> dc fandom we will talk about halloween kills the last duel black as night an amazon movie and then we will have a conversation about black people in horror films and black horror movies itself so again find out what you like and if i haven't made a clip of it then you may have to listen to the total podcast and get to that point I know. What was you? You had to listen to us talk about awesome stuff that you enjoy. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Y'all can but... <laughs> sit through all this awesome content. It's great. Everything we say is great. Sit down. Right, you right. know what? Your lives are too full. Okay. <laughs> Cut some stuff out. Then... Don't go to the gym this weekend or for one day <laughs> and sit and then relax and listen to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or go to the gym and while you're on the and bike, sit on the treadmill, push up the, the heavy stuff and listen to us. <laughs> right. And be pissed off at some of our comments that you don't agree with. And you can comment below about what you don't agree with. And then... Talking to you, AJ, my brother-in-law, AJ, who goes to the gym every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, considering not giving a fuck about nothing, let's talk about our first movie review of the day. We are going to talk about Halloween Kills, ladies and gentlemen. The new release for this new trilogy of Halloween which I'm pretty sure the third one will not end with uh, Season of the Witch, which is a damn shame. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to let Jason go into it because I feel like his opinion of this movie is going to be a lot different than mine. So, Jason, you have the floor. What did you think about Halloween Kills? I want to start with the things that I liked the best about this movie, <laughs> which are the kills. Michael Myers is a straight murderer, and he kills a lot of people, and they are awesome. They are really great kills. And that is it. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest problem with this movie is that it lacks creativity. Um, they set up a premise for this movie that usually isn't in these kind of slasher movies. They set up a premise, and especially from the trailers, where you think the town of Haddonfield is had enough of fucking Michael Myers. It's gonna hunt his ass down, and and hilarity will ensue from there. All right, this is not that movie. <laughs> this is not that movie. The town of Haddonfield is going to be upset that Michael Myers has slaughtered a whole bunch of people and do nothing about it. There's going to be two cars full of people who even attempt to do anything about it, 
And those two cars full of people are so ineptly stupid that it makes you want to walk out of the fucking theater. All right. So we're going to get into spoilers here. I'm not going to. Uh, I'll try to save the, the major spoilers. Nah, let's jump right into it. I mean, it's on, it's on Peacock. So people. Okay, can it's on Peacock. So y'all can see it. Y'all don't have to go to the theater to see it. Firstly, they make Jamie Lee Curtis, who is the star of this, of Halloween, period, into a nothing character. She has no point to be in this movie. She all Preach. she does is sit in one room and spout these pseudo philosophical shit that sounds fucking dumb to another character who they retconned to be back alive, who also does fucking nothing <laughs> besides sit in this hospital room and talk to one another about how much Michael Myers sucks. And it's completely pointless. All right. They uh, flash back to the 1970s when during Michael Myers' uh, first run of killing. To, mm-hmm. I don't know, give backstory on why the cop who lived was is is mad at Michael Myers. I don't fucking know. It, hold on, it, hold on, time it, on. to make sure you make get people to know they retconned the original Halloween for this moment too. Yeah, to continue. <laughs> so yeah, so for all those who don't know, the the Halloween 2018 movie, which is entitled Halloween, is a resequel. I thought about today, resequel to the original mm-hmm. Halloween movie. So that came out in what 1970. Yeah, something like that. So everything in the original timeline from Halloween 2 on to uh, Halloween Resurrection has been completely wiped out. A lot of the mythology about Michael Myers that Lori Strode is his baby sister. Uh, You know, you can go into the Celtic teenager ghost thing if you want to. All that stuff has been wiped out. And, And this is also one of the reasons why I don't like this movie because it's replaced with nothing. It's replaced with the fact that Michael Myers is just an unstoppable killer that kills people and that he needs to look out his window in his house every time he kills people. And <laughs> and then they say the stupid things like, hey, maybe he's not looking out. Maybe he's looking in at his reflection. I'm like, that's not how windows work. <laughs> like, <laughs> windows uh, are for looking out. If you want to look in, you look in a mirror. That's how mirrors work. <laughs> if you want to self-reflect. Uh, and that's a lot of the problem with this movie is like, I go and I think, that's not how that works. Like, in this movie, they don't know how guns work. Every single person has a gun, <laughs> bum rushes Michael Myers, and ends up not shooting him because they want to get within, you know, arm's length of Michael Myers. And it's like, you know how guns work, right? You know, you don't have to get close to people to use guns. <laughs> That's why they're guns. <laughs> okay. We also have fucking the police force. Okay. In the beginning of this movie, you know, if you at the end of the last movie, Michael Myers is trapped in Laurie Sturd's burning house. The beginning starts off with the fire department getting to this burning house and doing what the fire department does best, which is putting out fires. Unfortunately, there's a Michael Myers in the house. And then Michael Myers does what he does best and slaughters a whole entire company of firefighters. Like, every single one of them. And I don't know why the firefighters decided to, like, you know, 1v1 them at the time, but <laughs> they did. So they all get killed. A whole, like, company of firemen get killed. So it's like 11 dudes. Firstly, in the scene, it's like, in, you know, I know there's, a, a, there's supposed to be a certain amount of suspension of disbelief, right? Like mm. we're in a heightened reality of 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 a world where no one knows how to use a fucking radio. 
No one knows how to use a fucking cell phone, you know? And for me, like, that don't work. <laughs> like, you can make the kills. You can make, you could use, like, because you were trying to give us a point of our reality, but you don't know anything about it. Like, you, you, a, a firefighter is not going to just stand there and see someone get killed and not radio somebody. They're not going to be like, well, there goes Brian. I'm, I guess I got to go and fight him, too. Like, they have radios <laughs> on them, all right? They'd be like, oh, yo, we're getting fucked up over here at the Lower Shores house. It's Michael Myers. Could you see, like, the cops or somebody? Oh, shit, he's coming over here. I'm dead, you know? <laughs> the cops do eventually show up to find the slaughtered bodies, and one cop, you know, exclaims, ah, it's Michael Myers. We got to go put him down. And then the cops do absolutely fucking nothing for the mm -hmm. rest of the film. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> Maybe in my head canon, see what I did there? Mm -hmm. That this is a film about how useless the police are. That would be <laughs> a great thing. Like the police don't stop crime, they're just there to clean up after crime. But they don't even clean up after crime. They are there to be as ineffectual as anything. And eventually the black sheriff guy just sits down and gives the fuck up. <laughs> he doesn't even try. And you know. You're saying, okay, this is a small town, small town police force in fucking Illinois or whatever. Like, if you ever live in Illinois, you are, even if you're in the middle of nowhere in Illinois, you're at most two hours away from somewhere that is somewhere. <laughs> All mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You are, if you're in the central Illinois, you are two hours from Chicago. You are two hours from St. Louis. You are at, uh, 30 minutes from Peoria or Springfield. All right? Maybe you're in lower, you're, you're two hours from, uh, you know, fucking Frankfurt or whatever, you can radio in, oh shit, this guy just killed 20 people. We need help. And they will be there. You got whirly birds. You got fucking, you know, National Guard. You got out. Like, you can make a movie where, you know, people act like they act in the real world and still make, you got to be creative and come up with creative ways. Like, for me, this movie should have been like about how Michael Myers is picking off these people who are hunting him. You know, maybe he goes and kills a, a squad car of cops and then sneaks away. And while he's killing the squad car, they radio in and the cops come there. But now he's in another place killing another set of people who are looking for him. None of this happens. It's just none of it happens. It's just like dumb situation to dumb situation to dumb situation. Fucking the first kills after the 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 uh, the uh, firefighters. It's an old couple. Nana never calls the fucking cops, even while she watches fucking her. Her husband getting killed. She has a mm -hmm. knife. And I'm saying this. My grandmama wouldn't have just stand there and got stabbed. I know Jason's grandmama wouldn't just stand there and got stabbed. I know a lot <laughs> of people's grandmamas wouldn't just stand there and got stabbed. All right. She would have at least tried to attack him. But nope, she just gets killed and they're dead. You know, we have another set of kills where they are a uh a nice gay couple who live in Michael Myers' house who hears someone break into their house, see a bloody handprint, and is like, we're going to grab knives, and we're going to hunt them down. Like, mm -hmm. who does that? Like, I'm a black dude. There's 99% uh, a chance that I will never call the cops on anything. If someone's in my house, guess who I'm fucking calling? The fucking cops. cops. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not bad looking boys, for that bad boys. What you gonna <laughs> I'm going to be like, outside, <laughs> calling 911, I think someone's in my house. And if they come and they don't find them, I'd be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I thought somebody was in my house. 
and then hopefully they don't <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going uh, to go hunt for this killer who has killed dozens of people with your son and his teenage girlfriend. <laughs> You're going to hunt for this person with an old lady, mm-hmm. a black dude who don't know shit, mm-hmm. his wife, and another old lady. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. Gu- his guy who has slaughtered at this point, and they know they have slaughtered at this point more than two dozen people mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. one night. Oh shit, my, my TV started fucking going. <laughs> he's, he's very efficient. This movie is he's very so. It's just like, stop making movies like this. Y'all can be more creative. Like, no one can get locked inside their car unless the child lock is on. And if the child lock's not on, you can get out. Unless you show me that the child lock is on in the car. I don't understand why these grown-ass adults cannot get out of a car that they're parked in. <laughs> You're grown-ass <laughs> adults. Just leave. <clears throat> run away. <laughs> don't climb out the window. Unlock the fucking door and run. <laughs> this movie's fucking stupid stupid. i hated this jason why'd you you make me do this exercise demons have you got before you go on jason i know you're gonna say i know you're gonna say well it's just a horror movie man it's just you know it's just be supposed to be dumb fun no no it's not just a horror movie (laughs) you chose to do this you could choose to do better you know it's not just a horror you're gonna make a statement about mob mentality and have that go fucking nowhere. So you obviously put some thought into it. You could put more thought into it. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, go ahead, Jason. All right. All right. Uh, Jason, it, it's just a horror movie. What do you expect for people in a horror fuck movie? You. All right. <laughs> so look, Halloween Kills is probably the most brutal, uncompromising. Halloween, the shape, the figure, Michael Myers that I probably have ever seen. Like the the sadism in him, the brutality is just gleeful. So I know how Jason feels. And look, everything he's saying, people, ladies and gentlemen, it's a hundred percent correct. It is no defending it, except for some points I would defend. At some points I would defend like. They did make a comment about him trying to get people from other areas to come help them, and they were unresponsive. So that was a comment that was thrown in. So I know it doesn't satisfy your argument, but the point is they did make a mention that they tried to call cops in place from all the surrounding areas, and nobody was responsive. Now, is that believable? Hell no, because cops would be looking to really kick some ass. <laughs> and they, in these small towns, ain't nothing going on. They were ready. But the point is they did address it. The second part of it is that a lot of the cops didn't do dick because remember they were chasing the wrong guy for majority of the movie. And when they found out he was the wrong guy and he killed himself, they had no knowledge of the other stuff. Why? Because like you said, no one called the police. No one else called the police. So no police knew that his dude was out killing other jokers because they assumed the joker that fell off was the guy until they realized he wasn't the guy. Anyway, so I'm not, again, that's as far as I'll go with justifying it because it is a dumb movie, but that's what makes the fucking movie great. That is fucking idiotic. It is the most improbable version of Halloween we've had probably ever. And I loved it. And why do I love it? Let's go why I love it. So, one, in the in the opening scene, he's listed as the shape. Thank you. Thank you. Because John Carpenter, he was the shape. It wasn't Michael Myers, it was the shape. 
great. Uh, the other thing I like about it is that as much as you hated the Hattonfield thing, I love the Hattonfield being like, nah, we bought this life. We ain't taking to putting up with this stuff no more. Because how else was this going to end? Hattonfield wasn't going to win. Like, let's call it what we're going to call it. We knew Hattonfield wasn't going to win. And yes, <laughs> do you want some uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger predator style Michael Myers running around and isolating and offing these people one by one, blah, blah, blah? That would have been cool too, but it's never been his style. It's never been. He's not. It's always been his style to kill people. No, no. To be a a, a starking, like he was a stalker. He was never a stealthy kind of sneak up behind you. No, he was always, you see me, I'm walking towards you. You get the fuck out of the way and you hope you get to a point where it's a dead end and he catches up at that point. Now, Jason Voorhees, yes, has been stealthy and could disappear and reappear in spots and do all the shit he wanted to do. Whatever, besides the point of that, it was very probable that Michael Myers would get caught up in the trap because we are still under the illusion that he is a human being. I'm no longer under the illusion that he is a human being because he got sprayed up. And that joker <laughs> got back up like it was nothing wrong with him at all. And I know it we get Laurie Shaw's conversation about his, oh, the more he kills, the more. I don't know if that's real or not. But from that moment, I was like, I guess, I guess that's what they're looting to. Hatfield was about that life. Now, the problems I have with the movie is that everything with Tommy felt like it was a B movie. And I'm with you on that. Like, his line delivery, him walking around with the bat, and it, it felt like Sci-Fi Channel had brought this movie. It was like, hey, we need something chalky and cheesy. Let's put Paul him in Rudd was a better Tommy. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm with you as well. I feel like you wasted... I literally put in my notes. Here's my notes, because you know you love when I, I go with these crazy-ass notes. Did Jamie Lee Curtis get paid for this? Because if she did, she stole as much money from this as she did from Halloween Resurrection when they killed her <laughs> in the first five minutes. Because that's about as much time she's in this movie that's worth a damn. It's five minutes worth of crazy dialogue. Then you're like, what? Now, I am glad they did not let her go out. I'm glad they did not let her go out and fight because she was injured. The problem is, is that this is supposed to take place over a pretty much at this moment because I think the sequel is going to take over place with the rest of this night. She's going to get healed by the sequel, which is probably going to be on the same night. And she's going to go fight Michael, her and the other broke up dude that's on the other side that they tried to pigeonhole a romance in. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. I will say this to this movie. If you are a guy, a fan of slasher flicks, this is it for you. This is, you got it. If you are a fan of slasher flicks that are unintelligible and just crazy balls to the wall, this is it. If you are a fan of thinking that good writing in your slasher fix makes it more potent, you have met the wrong one. And that's why I made the comment about Tommy feeling like he was from a B or C movie from sci-fi. This is what this movie was. Now, if I say that to you, Jason, does this not change your whole perspective of the movie? This movie was a C movie. I, movie I know why they gave it. I'm glad. I know why they put it on Peacock. Because look, this movie, it should have been straight to video. It should have been straight to fucking TV. Honestly, yes, if it was straight to TV, I probably would have liked it better. But still, y'all still made this shit. Y'all wrote it down and made this. Like, y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all could have done better. <laughs> but as I'm saying, I think that was the point of it. I don't think it was supposed to be better. I think the point of it was to be <laughs> a schlocky slasher flick that from the from the old era. And that's what it was. It was almost like camp, uh, camp getaway or prom night. It was a schlocky slasher movie. And that's what it was. The last part of it, too, that I will give credit and fun to is that this is being written by people like Danny McBride and all that 
you can see the influences of their movie-going childhood like ours. The last kill of this movie, which I won't spoil. I'm going to spoil it. Was supposed, <laughs> it was supposed to do a lot for the movie, but I think because of all the goofiness before, like we talked about, it didn't hit the mark because you made it so we didn't care about any of these characters. So to give us that kill at the end, which if we want to talk about how the hell did he get up there when it seemed like everybody else is on that doorstep and porch, he, yeah. So <sighs> again, my... again, again, I'm with you. But my point is that that kill at the end didn't feel that the impact it should have felt because of all the schlocky stuff they did before. And I think all that schlocky stuff was intentional. And I think they were like, hey, we need something at the end to ground it. So when we go into the third movie, we can get serious and grounded, which I think it may be too late for that. But again, like you said, we see what we do. I'm with you on a lot of your points. I think the part <laughs> the problem is, is that the parts that you hated about it, once I got into my mind what this was, I was like, oh, this is why this is some bullshit. I'm here now. Let's go. Also, I think the difference is that you did sit into a theater and pay for this, and I sat at home oh. and watched this. Definitely makes a difference thing. of why I feel the way I feel. <laughs> why uh, this is also, this has nothing to do with the movie, but mm -hmm. to all the people listening, especially all the you new parents out there, leave your motherfucking kids at home. All right? If you got a baby <laughs> and you can't find a babysitter, guess what? You do you not get to go and see a movie. Okay? Yeah. I'm a parent. I know I want to get away. I want to get out, have a good time. I get it. I understand. Do not bring your baby. Do not bring your toddler. Do not bring your preschooler. Do not bring your kindergartner to an R-rated movie with other adults are going to be there. Because you will get one black guy who's going to get up and punch your baby in the face. Yeah. <laughs> there will uh, be a headline that says, Black dude punches baby in the face for crying <laughs> in movie theater. All right? And I will be, and I will take that charge, and I will go to jail, and you'll see my black ass on the fucking TV or on TikTok for punching a baby. Leave your baby at home. Please, for the Facts. baby safety. Uh, last thing is, I think this movie, even though it was super short, it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Like the last ten minutes could have been reduced, or the last yeah, fifteen minutes could have been reduced to like five minutes. I feel like yeah. the last fight scene should not have happened. It should have been like the first scene where Michael Myers just tears shit up, right? Yeah, yeah. And then goes and kills. Because for me, as a logical human being, once the ambulance shows up, you should have a cop locking down a lot. Because we've seen procedurals. We've all seen police procedurals. Yep. You know, they lock down a fucking crime scene. You know, they have, they're walking around. They don't let people in. So that last kill, in my mind, because the fucking paramedics are there, I'm assuming the cops are there, they should have mm -hmm. locked down the crime scene and it shouldn't have happened. All right? Mm -hmm. Especially in the last, actually the last 10 kills probably shouldn't have happened because if uh, our boy was down and out, you know, and the cops show up, they should have showed up over there too. And then maybe right. they all get killed, you know? Because that's how shit works in real life. <laughs> that's how shit works in the United States, you know? And, like, that's why I say that, like, you could do stuff like that and have those, like, realistic moments and then have them get fucked up. And you'd be like, holy shit, that's exactly what would happen. And, but this dude is getting still fucking them up. And I'd be like, oh, shit, that would blow my mind. But no, you give me this shit instead, and you find the easiest way to the path ahead, and that's it. Also, the daughter should have fucking died. I was rooting for her ass to get fucking killed, like, from the very first scene. <laughs> oh, I agree. Um, <laughs> it, but it even, I hate to say this, because they're 
they're better movies than what we're even talking about. But this, I hate to say this, but this is kind of in the same era of the part one was way more serious about PTSD and trauma and how it affects generations of families and had great mythos. And this one was kind of like, nah, we yeah, just killing jokers out here yeah. in the streets. Well, <laughs> we talked about the Evil Dead one and Evil Dead two. Evil Dead one tried to build these characters and these part two was like, nah, we out here, let's, let's get it in. And I'm but just saying part that the two sequel was like a remake of part one, though. My my point I'm trying to say <laughs> is that most sequels is like, let's get busy. Alien, straight up horror film, blah blah blah. Aliens, a sci-fi flick was, let's get busy. They got yeah, the military still... guys in there to go. Like I'm saying, the point is, is that the tone of movies from one to two in some of these series and real in real horror movies have always kind of been shifted. Hell, Nightmare on Elm Street to Freddy's Revenge, the tone is completely different, and that's probably a better comparison. Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy's Revenge is probably a better comparison for this and that because the tonal switch is so vast that you're like, yeah. hold on, is this the same kind of movie? And I'm all, what I'm funny. trying to get to is just that. I feel like this was supposed to be what it was. And I know you're not happy with it, which is fine. And I get it. But once I got in my mind that like, this is a shtick, this is them trying to show that Michael Myers is bigger than just the person that Michael Myers is the image of fear and a curse on this town. And this curse in this town will never die and will never stop. No matter what you do, no matter how you do it, Maybe all the terrible decisions enabled all that stupid stuff we're talking about. The point is, that was the principle of it. But I think for them to get that tone, they had to shift the, the, the tone of the movie. Because you're right, like, if, by your logic, if we would have done stuff that real people do, this movie would have been 15 minutes long. <laughs> because like, a oh lot God. of stuff when they would have showed up or when it was seven firefighters, all of them would have jumped them and drilled off his parts and been like, hey, we finally killed Michael Myers and took apart all his on limbs. He can't like. So at, at a certain point, it had to be like, oh, for this to work. Because, and you're right, because you don't have to write it that way. The house could just burn down. He could escape and never had that scene. And we would have been none the wiser. That movie would have still worked the same way. Been none the wiser without the slight. Again, so I agree that it's creative choices that were made that made the movie bad. My point is that for me, is a once I realized it was a B-movie slasher, I'm like, oh, creativity out the window. How many kills and nasty kills can you give me? Hey, you know what? Yeah, I know you killed that dude, but let's stab him in the back seven more times with seven different knives just to push home that point that this Joker I, is on another level. <laughs> I did love when he killed the boyfriend. That was like the most gnarliest thing where he was still alive while the girl's like, come over here. And then he just stops and looks and just twists his head around. <laughs> I was like, oh. He's like, nah, we ain't, we ain't fucking around here. No, like, I'm going to get this guy first again, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> well, I mean, again, think about the brutality of having the wife look as he his The dude's dead, and she's just taking random knives and just putting it in his back for fuck's sake. No other reason. Just to be like, I want you to watch as I do this to your husband. Like, <laughs> I was here for it. Um. Let's go ahead and uh, jump to our ratings of Halloween Kills. Jason, what do you rate Halloween Kills? I will give it a two. There you go. Oh, see, you it's like, funny. It, We're in the same boat. I'll give it a two as well. <laughs> I, I would say if you like, if you're just in it for the fucking kills, the kills are great. The kills are fucking awesome. Just And don't use your mind for anything else. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. It's funny. I like how we have two different views of this movie, but at the same rating. I give it a two as well. Like, 
it is something that if it would have came on sci-fi, I would have been like, oh, this is interesting and would have just laughed my way on through. This is a movie that you and your buddies will get together for and complain about how corny and cheesy and how gnarly the kills are. And that is all it is. Point blank. Again, I feel bad that the ending scene happened because I felt like that was supposed to be a moment of real impactful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I didn't care at all. Only thing I I just regret that that character, because she's a beautiful woman and I love seeing her, that she had to be out out on that. (laughs) I also should say this is probably going to be in our conversation later as well, but the uh, our three or two token black characters, I'll let the old lady be our third, but the two token black characters, only at one point do they act like black people. <laughs> and that's when they think the guys in the car are like, I ain't going over there. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But other times they're just like, nah, uh, we'll just be just as dumb as any other person in, in this movie. But that was funny yep. when he was like, mm, nah, not going over there. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'll go back to the bar and grab some folk. Uh, so it's always an open seat and invitation at the N Word for Nerd podcast. With all that being said, man, it is about that time. Man, I didn't think we would have a longer (laughs) show than when Jaron is not on the show than when he's on the show. But I guess it gives him something more to edit when he's sick and Our longer show is because we have more content than when Jaron is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm joking, Jaron. I can't wait till he edits this and hears all this. (laughs) Uh, But again, thank you guys for listening to the N Word for Nerd podcast. Uh, Again, Jaron is missing from us this week, but he will probably be back with us nice and strong with his great great there you go great opinions next week um but by always guys please remember like share subscribe uh follow us on facebook youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anchor fm if you're on youtube please remember to hit the bell icon ding so you will be notified when we post our silliness and shenanigans but again i thank you guys so much our numbers have been rising slowly so that means people out here listening to us. So please remember to subscribe and again, follow us so that we can get this to more of the masses and have some more fun. Other than that, um, my co-host, Jason, you have any final words? We're way better than Joe Rogan. <laughs> Everybody, be kind, be considerate, tip your servers and bartenders 20% at least, please. And I love you. All right. And thank you guys for watching. We will see you all next time. Peace.